Hey, hello, Governor. How are you? Very good. Thank you, my main man. How are you over there with your checkered shirt on? Oh, this is a Vans shirt. Um, I've had this for donkey's years. Oh, it's very check. Well, it's like a referee's shirt, isn't it, in a way? Oh, just like the ref, hey? Um, what a... I've got another lovely little T-shirt on this week. Look at that. It's like a pint of beer. That's a proper pint. Definitely, definitely. Chalk that one up. That's, I like I've it. I've been having a few pints recently, so... Oh, a t-shirt yeah of course the pubs are open right yeah i was gonna save it for beer news but i uh, understand you've got that under wraps yes the pubs opened inside officially yesterday 17th and um i frequented one uh local to me in insto a lovely pint of a local ale in there for lunch and um yeah all good everyone's oh, happy big smiling place was busy i haven't been in any of the town pubs yet but it just when the pubs are open it gives a good atmosphere around the town and things like that so full steam ahead that's great and do, uh, sorry just to clear this up um how does the mask situation work in that environment right now do you just wear it well, the the pub I went in, um they asked us to wear masks until we got to our table and then we sat at our table, we could take our masks off. There was other people on other tables and it was table service. Okay. So they, you ordered your drink and they bring it to you. So still baby steps, but uh, it's a big step, big hurdle. Pub doors are opening, business is back on. I mean, I've been in plenty of beer gardens in the last few weeks, uh, as the Instagram shows um, all over the place, trying to support local trade. Yeah. And, um, the weather's been shite, as I keep mentioning, and it's just a bit cold sometimes standing outside. Yeah. So getting in the warmth and that little sort of hum, little chatter you get from, you know, the atmosphere of a pub yeah. in the background, the clinking of glasses, the, the yeah, the pouring the of the match in the background and the smell as well. Yeah, you know, exactly. The, 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 the ale, Looking ale. forward to it all. Sticky floors on your feet as you walk around, and you know, <laughs> not yet. They're all lovely and clean at the minute because <laughs> they've done is keep cleaning them because there's fuck all else to do. But exactly, no, head over here, so it's good news. Well, I um, that's great news, and obviously, we'll go to our segment, which is I've got some beer news for you, and that actually relates to what you you were talking about this week. Um, oh, yeah, let me. To do with my beer news exactly and it's and it's british based and what it is um pub sells a single pint of beer for over one thousand dollars for the first drink poured in over you i'm not sure what that relates to in pounds i'm sure it may tell us but um so they say sometimes a drink is really worth whatever someone is willing to pay for it as lockdown restrictions begin to ease across the world People are clearly excited to get back out and celebrate, obviously. Yeah. Um, one pub in Britain decided to take advantage of that moment and raise money for an important cause. Oh. So it's the Pack Horse Pub in England. Um, it's uh, auctioned off the first beer poured inside the, that particular bar for over a year. Uh, so Any idea where that is in England? Let in me... Pack Horse? 
let me see so it's um so basically they're donating what they auction off to two different organizations dorothy house hospice care and the mountain way a charity that specializes in helping military personnel with ptsd which is just a great great thing really actually because I know my um, family member suffers from that. So actually, yeah. it doesn't say where the pub is. I'm guessing, I'm guessing really that sort of, I'm guessing that's about 700 quid. I think that's Yeah, seven, 750, something like that, right? Yeah, a lot of money for a pint. I wonder what they chose. So, yeah, I'm just trying to see if they do. But the bidding was for a pint on eBay, essentially. Um, the auction was set up, you know, and the winning bid was reportedly made by Olivia and Isabella Candy. If you're listening, um, Isabella and uh, Olivia Candy, you know, welcome to the Draymen's Knowledge. You never know. Uh, maybe we'll uh, hashtag you. But it was a pint, here we go, of Vera Moretti. Um, Italian, I, I, right? I, I, I mean, we've been drinking a bit of that recently. Any yeah. choose an English pint then. <laughs> I know. No Carlin, darling. <laughs> no, none of that. Oh. Or, something, or even a stout. I've gone in for an Italian drink, but uh, oh. fair play to him. It's good money for a good cause. It is. Oh, here you go. That sounds like a lovely place, doesn't it? That pack horse. It does. And it was seven months briefly at university i only remember them from the first year and you used to refer to him as the pack horse maybe that's why we never saw him again but um he used to like wearing thunder pants thundercats pants and pants over here i mean briefs or whatever you call them in america what oh i don't know boxes proper no not boxes actual you know pants Trousers? Oh, fucking hell. No, so, <laughs> like, you got two types of underpants. Oh, like, like, you like conventional. Yeah, yeah, like, wide fronts would be a normal type of pants. Yeah, so is that what they call in America, wide fronts? I don't know what they call them, just um, underwear, I suppose. I don't, I've never heard anybody say, say wide fronts here. Well, anyway, <laughs> wide fronts like a let's go to like a speedo swimming style of uh undergarment for men he used to like wearing thundercats ones of those how do you know that he told us once he was drunk oh you didn't see the uh the article in question then no. you show him off in his drunken stupor a little no, bit. but i sort of trusted he was that type of guy I don't, you remember more than me. I remember the, the... Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, I don't think you encountered him. You you weren't living where I was living at that time. No, that's true. A few I... of us in a bar. There's about 20 of us in a bar. And the old pack horse was a bit drunk and we was winding him up a bit about his pants. <laughs> I remember Rydian used to order him. Fond memories from yesteryear. Right, come on, let's go back on, shall we? Let's go back. Yeah, anyway, yeah, oh, but just for uh, continuity, it was £755. So, um, chalk it up, every pound counts. Well done, okay. girl. Do you want to open your beer as I did the new? What are we doing this week? I, I'd say, actually. Oh, oh. oh. Mickens last week, the referee, he suggested 
one day soon we should do a cider special something that made me shiver from head to toe i'm not a fan of cider to be honest I'm no. a can and i thought i'm not going to go for a can i'm not going to go for a bog standard cider i'm not going to go for a commercial one so i grabbed one and realized that i've picked the strongest one in the range that they do uh and it's called the hog father Oh, a lightly sparkling cider, strong, six point eight percent. Now these guys here are um, from Orchard Pig, which is a Somerset cider, as they say around these parts. Somerset, uh, the county just above where I live in Devon, below between Devon and Bristol, and. Uh, they love their cider there. They got lovely orchards wow. and they harvest it and they make a lovely Zamerzet cider. And that's how they talk. So, uh, like the words of Yeah. I'm not looking forward to this, especially when I saw it's the strongest one. Um, it's not that strong, though. Yeah, but I remember some of these. Like we've said before, some of the ones we've had in the sours recently and stouts, you don't taste the alcohol and don't feel it. No, you don't. I mean, I haven't had one like this for ages, so let's see. Mm, this will be interesting. Oh, it's apple-y. Smells of apples. A true cider. Oh. True cider there. Oh, it's a that. Oh, yes. Oh, it looks... Uh, it looks... Oh, that's pretty pale, actually. That's the colour of Cockney urine. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> so, yeah, we've gone in for a pint. It's lightly sparkling, as it says. Yeah. You know, they've got a saying, which is um, that there's more apples and less bubbles because they believe the taste is everything and not too fizzy and make it pop-like. So, let's see. Right, settle down a bit. I'll just get the last bit in to make it a Pint. <laughs> Obviously, you don't get head on cider like you do, you know. No, it's you know, uh, it's, very it's very light. I've somehow I've managed to get more in the glass than it holds, so I'm gonna have to sip it whilst it's on the table. <laughs> don't make it. My wife's computer. Oh, I'll be in the shit then. Oh, shit. <laughs> look out be careful now keep it away keep your distance what is it like what does it does it you said it smells of apples right yeah it's a big clue and it's cider Might be yeah that's close yeah yeah i guess <laughs> it doesn't smell too more from the bottle it smelled like it but now it's in a wider rim it's no not not much of a scent there it's pretty mm, that's so clear you obviously you get cloudy ciders as well I didn't know what it was going to be. I just grabbed it. It said Somerset and Cider. I thought, well, I've got to talk a bit about the... Oh, yeah. To be honest, it's just like a less fizzy strongbow to my limited palate on ciders. So it's not as disgusting as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <I> <laughs> well, thought something. 
It would be a bit of garrette in the bottom of it or something. But, well, well, dry barrels. He was dreading this a little bit. I can vouch for that. So yeah. uh, that's good news. That's something. <gasps> oh, my goodness. What? <laughs> oh, Did you hear that? I think that recorded loud and clear, like you say that. <laughs> I apologise. Those light bubbles are messing with my insides. I made them go all wrong. Ooh, I mean, well, I tell you what, it does look refreshing. Actually, it's not bad. It's pretty pleasant. So... Crack on, if you will, Maestro. Crack yeah, on. I'll have a sip. I will be talking a little while about uh, what ciders are, but let me just get a pour on. Um, my cider of choice is Texas Keeper Number One. And oh, let's have a look. Oh, I love the roots, the tree roots by the creek. Creek's full. Yeah, the creek is full. It's not obviously not summer, and it's an eight apple blend. Unfiltered. It's a handsome looking bottle, that is. It's massive, isn't it? It's like you've drawn this on cover, like some of uh, um, someone who knows art. Oh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I've seen art like that on Instagram by a good doctor. But yeah, similar kind of style and yellow. And But this is a big old bottle, so I think this is more than uh, your pint. It looks like a, yeah, it does. It looks more like a wine bottle. Right. Really and nice. I. Get a pour on, come on. All right, yeah, and it's seven point five percent. Oh, so you just shat all over my big one. The seven point five. Well, it's like what you said, isn't it? They always tend to be a little bit stronger this side of the pond for whatever reason. Um, look how clear yeah, that is. It's clearer than mine. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought yours was clear. Mine is like an orangey, like of my lager on my my top here. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's like a fucking perry. Well, on? yeah, exactly. It is like a Perry. That, um, it does kind of not much sense to me, you know. I can't pick up those apples, but. Oh, my goodness. That is like apple juice. There's no sweetness there. No. It's bitter. Um, dry, is it? Dry, very fizzy as well. Probably more fizzy than yours because you said yours was a little bit flat. I don't know when it said it wasn't, but that is fizzing away. Mm. That's what I was worried about when it says there's less bubbles. I thought it was going to be a real... So let's hold up our glasses next to each other so that if you're watching, you can compare the, the yeah, clear golden compared to... Um, what would you Mine's call that? Yours is, yours is like it's been... That's like a... That is like if you have a cider shandy. It is. Obviously, it's not reflecting the percentage. No shandies here today. But if exactly. talk about this, is probably Mexican piss. <laughs> oh, my God. You've got an obsession with their Mexican pissing. In the... Surely they're not pissing on your apples and all that. Well, I, well like they, they say about the corona, you know. I hope they're not doing it in Austin. Yeah, but, yeah. I've heard that. When I listen back, you're going on about that. Well, that's what I've heard. It's not, you know, that's just a, um, what do you call it? An urban myth. Yeah, but you're not doing any help, are you? You're still peddling it every week. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I don't go along with that, folks. I, it's just hearsay, isn't it? But this and is a colour. I'll show you something here. I'm going to show you something now. If you're listening, you, you're not going to be able to appreciate this, but a good friend of ours... Um, you shall remain anonymous for this one. I enjoy a pint, and they it, it, one day maybe we'll do a special on how to hold your drink. But uh, yeah, you, know, you give it the grip. Oh, look at 
that. You've got it. You've got it. That See is it? How you hold so if you're kind of listening, folks, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's like it's like a magic trick. You sort of you clasp it with half a hat halfway round as tight as you can. Yeah, it looks if you see, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You got it. So okay. you're not wrapping your thumb around the whole you got more knuckles in anyway. You got like an extra set of knuckles you have, so it's easier for you. Bony knuckles, I think. knuckles. But yeah, we know a farmer with bony knuckles and elbows. Um, yeah, you haven't got as many knuckles. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got small hands compared to you. It looks like I'm missing. I'm, I think I'm missing a knuckle where you've gained one. <laughs> Going on. But there's the grip. Now, if you were standing in a tent at a fate or something like that, and you'd had a few drinks, as we encountered, we were in a pub once and we saw a fella holding his pint like that. And it just looked like a magic trick because it doesn't look right at all. It, it is like magic and oh a bit of gas you're in now i know yeah sorry yeah it's, it's, it's catching as they say it's catching but yeah it is yeah so essentially just to explain you you're actually holding your thumb and fingers together rather than wrapping yes. your thumb around the other half of the glass if you listen look at that and uh, and, a, and a true professional it's probably a West Country style where ciders come from. And I, I don't know if you know any history about ciders, but... Well, no, I, I know that you've got a bit of background. So, yes, spread the news, spread the wealth. Well, it's just, just to explain a bit about it, folks, if you've never really tried a cider before. It's, um, it's an alcoholic beverage, of course, and it's made from fermented juice of apples. And you do get other ones, you know, like Perry's are made of pears um they are grapefruit beers but they wouldn't be classified as a cider but yeah, cider is why they, hmm? they add things to them now as well don't they they have a base and then they add to it like strawberries and blackberries and all that type of shit definitely so you can have like strongbow do lots of berry ciders as well but the essential component is apples and like you say they mix it and it's um widely available in the United Kingdom, or particularly in the West Country, it says, and the Republic of Ireland. But the, the UK has the world's highest per capita consumption, as well as its largest cider producing companies. So it's pretty much, as it says, ciders are from the southwest of England, and they're generally stronger in the southwest of England and very popular in commonwealth countries as you can understand you know canada india uh australia and uh yeah some you know a lot, of, um, a lot of uh the west country many years ago was extremely rural and you would have farms that primarily had um you know other things going on maybe um they grew other crops or they had cattle or something, but then they would have just a local orchard as part of their farm, like a bit of set aside, which was an orchard. And they would produce, I mean, you can go along here and buy still buy cider fresh from farms where they've produced, you know, just a few hundred litres a year, scrumping on their own farm, which is collecting all the apples um, and then sticking them through the cider press. There's a place 
near us called Weird Gifford, and there's a place there called the Cider Press, pressing it through all of these um, uh, great big slats, and then getting rid of the uh, the husk and everything, and and leaving you with uh, obviously an alcoholic beverage at the end, the end yeah. result, and some of them can be pretty potent. I mean, we talked we talked about glasses and vessels before. You'd get the the flagons and the very old porcelain type things that would house cider and beers and mead and that throughout the years. But then as it's gone on, you get obviously these different designs. But I have seen cider sold in things that look like you would put car coolant in your engine, like those plastic four litre containers with a screw top on the top. This <laughs> sort of says farm cider (laughs) and some of them i'm guessing that some of those percentages could be pretty pretty potent probably had the diesel the 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 tractor diesel in before and just washed it out (laughs) bit of the the chemicals for cleansing out the cows and i know oh don't waste it my lover (laughs) it'll add to the taste (laughs) i wonder why they're fucking teeth fall out there we are but it's interesting you say that because it, it talks about like um, uh, you can use crab apples for making cider, but traditionally there are a lot of cider varieties of apple specifically oh. grown for cider, you know. It's, loads, yeah. it's just, I mean, just massive, massive. Now, um, I, drive, I can drive, you know, I can see cider from the M5, which is the main motorway interstate if you like it goes out of devon up to bristol you can drive along and see this as you go through somerset you can see the cider orchards and um, it's great you know it looks lovely there's a lot in uh, hereford as well and then they have the tree shaker that comes along and scrumps the apples and they all fall into a big net thing and you know they harvest them that way but it's yeah. big business you know, obviously you've got to have a foresight because you've got to plant the trees a few years beforehand before you get any uh, yield. But definitely, definitely, and there's yeah, a lot no, of uh... cider. I was interested when you said it's the biggest in the world is in is in the UK. I I, I hadn't quite realised that. I knew we'd be up there, but yeah, you know, I... I suppose it's our specialist drink, if you like. It is. I didn't realize that because I've had when I first got here. Where did we go? We went to a big Christmas thing, and they were serving cider. My wife said, "Oh, it's cider here," and I was like, "Oh, lovely, nice." And it was um, non-alcoholic, warm, sweet cider, and that's a big thing over here. Is yeah, just, warm, it's just yeah. apple juice, and that's what they call cider essentially. And it's not really a big. Obviously, it's got bigger since, and there are breweries like this just producing ciders and stuff alcoholic ciders but obviously the sour things a bit bigger yeah that's what i mean i think that we got a massive cider thing over here um because there are loads of varieties you know we have a if you go into a supermarket like we talked about before you have a big whole section of cider and then you might have like i've said i've struggled to find sours to buy over the counter without ordering them in you have a cup. I've found now a place that sells a couple of sours, like I'm talking about two, and then the rest of them you might have like 60 ciders to choose from. So That's it's it. a big thing over here. Um, it is. There's a reason my dad and my brother, that's all they drink. <laughs> Don't drink anything else, just Strongbow. And um, 
What's the one my brother likes? He's oh Thatchers. Remember, he's always got Thatchers. Yeah, there's another one called Koppel. What's he called? Koppelberg or something? Koppelberg. Now, that interesting you should say that because when my father-in-law came to Britain, we took him to the pub and we bought him Koppelberg and he became obsessed with it that every time I visit now, I bring him bottles of Koppelberg back because he loves it. What that one berry. Did he like? It was the mixed berry one. And... He, he just and stupidly once I brought back the non-alcoholic variety after a shopping from after a few pints of Guinness, me and my late great uncle. And we didn't even look at the labels. We just saw this Koppenberg and grabbed it, mixed berry, brought it all the way back to America. It was non-alcoholic. He wasn't amused. No, I don't know. <laughs> so he come all this way over. Probably the first time he's been in the UK, or one of the only times he's been over here. Yeah. In a pub, and you bought him a foreign drink, and I uh, did. from a bottle, didn't introduce him to the beers over here or anything. No, it wasn't me. It was my brother. My younger brother bought him that, and he just loved it. Wow. So, might have to have words, young. Uh, Young Joe, sorry. Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> anyway, what? tell us about your brewery. Well, I would if I could. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> as the captain would say. It's brewed, it's Somerset, uh, it's rooted in Somerset. And now I understand it's outside Glastonbury, um, the famous Glastonbury site. It's around that area where they scrump the apples and then they get processed up in Bristol um, at Orchard Pig. Now, when you search for that, I've got the address, but when you search for it, it just comes up an industrial estate and I can't find the actual building. But, hmm. you know, they're doing well. They it was, a, it was a guy in a shed, basically, in the West Country that was dicking around with a few different things. Um, in the mid nineties and um, they wanted to bring, um, bring it forward. And then by 2005, they got their act together and they set up as Orchard Pig. Um, they want to bring mischief to the mainstream. <laughs> mischief. Concentrate on taste and not, and, and, and apples rather than trying to please anyone in particular. And they think that, the taste that they bring out, the different varieties, is um, you know testament to that. That once you've tasted it, you'll realise the quality, and and you'll stick with it. So um, it's a fairly small sort of thing. It's growing. Um, yeah. You know, th this was bought in a supermarket, so they are hitting you know big numbers and stuff. But right, yeah, they're very hard to find out about. I couldn't find anything much more about you can all their website is great you can order from it there's a brief little description which i've basically given you yeah uh, but other they're, than that they're from, they're from um they're rooted in somerset as i've said before yeah and uh this one on the back being can the hog father says the pig's the daddy can we see the artwork i mean i want to just faint-hearted Savor the Somerset cider's apples in this one. And then what did it say there? Oh, it's got a little bit of a gump here. Oink. 
This is suitable for celiacs, vegans, vegetarians, and fruititarians. <laughs> mm, Brilliant. I like I like the pig on the front though. Yeah, it's just a little Yeah. You know, you're giving a snuffle around for something and a, a big strong arm on the bottom. So and it's yeah. just follow the pig. They're on Twitter and Facebook and that. And I've been on them. Um plenty of stuff about the actual ones they sell, but not much about where they are. I don't think you can visit. I don't okay. think they tend to be like they have like stalls at festivals and and outdoor events, but I don't think they have. And and obviously their beers are in some pubs and things like that. But I don't think they have like a like a tap room, if you will, or a, or a visitor experience. Um, a couple of the other ciders that well, they do four in all. So they do um, the Revler Pig, the Truffler Pig, and the Pink Pig, which is a Ooh. little bit more for like a hmm, bit more chavy bit more you'd have it maybe at a gig or something it's a bit that one's in a can the others are bottled and they just specifically ciders right or is it they do have a side yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah. well that's interesting to know because i know some breweries mix up they do ciders and ipas or whatever you yeah, know no, this like i said it was small it started off some guy in a shed it didn't even say his name i can't even find that but um yeah yeah it started off and then it's grown and yeah i think they're doing okay you know 2005 what we're talking about now 16 years later they're still producing so fair yeah. play no, no fair play, right. it's it's like i've said to you before if i went out i'd have maybe one pint of cider and then yeah. I move on to lagers if it was a nice day, or I'd just stick with it. But yeah, you know, yeah. I wouldn't really buy a cider out. To be no, honest. I I, I tend to, and I used to. I used to drink a lot more cider, but nowadays, now it gives me terrible indigestion. I got to be honest, I drink too much Rather cider. Gaseous. The bubbles are much more gaseous and uh, gaseous. Violent than, gaseous. Than, um, gaseous from uh, cidery. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> more so than lager even though in some lagers you get more and more bubbles than this you do it, it does if that's a saying <laughs> i've got more and more bubbles i got more and more bubbles i have slurring here. i'm sounding like a fucking it's that six percent before you get into it, there's a reason for that i had a my mum and dad have come down today first time i've seen them since august and um I should have saved it where the bottle is, but when it was Christmas, they were supposed to visit and it all got cancelled because of COVID and whatnot. So I haven't seen him since August. Well, I always buy my dad Christmas beer. So I bought one for myself because they were supposed to be having Christmas Day here and it was for Christmas Day. Christmas cracker. That was what it was called. Just a simple ruby ale. <laughs> Christmas. And I had him in the fridge all this time and we had that tonight. Brilliant. Um, and I've had a couple of others in between. And I think that's maybe a long time though, you know, since August last year, it's almost a year. Well, yeah, nine months, yeah, it's about yeah. that, yeah. They're supposed to come down, but then it's obviously stopped over here, but they're allowed to come down now, staying in a hotel locally. And um, no, so we had a we had a beer, we had a Christmas ale in May. Oh, brilliant. Not, not um, like they say Christmas in July, it was Christmas in May for you and your old man. 
Yeah, we had a cheers, had a drink. My mum drank a gallon of wine. Everyone was happy. <laughs> <laughs> happy days. Cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. So give us a bit about yours then. All right. So this is um, the Texas Keeper. The brewery is actually called uh, Texas Keeper Cider. So it's a proper cidery like yours. They just only make ciders. So it's, um, that is what they do. Oh, so our story essentially. Look, I can read it off the bottle. Okay. So that, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's uh, a Texas Keeper was started in 2013 by a group of longtime friends born and raised in Austin. And I'm just going to name them quickly because I looked it up. Nick Doherty is the cider maker. Um, Brandon Wilde is the assistant cider maker and sales. And they have Lindsay Peebles, who's the events coordinator and the legal person, whatever that means. Um, I guess you need that. But um, we built our small cidery at the confluence of Bear and Onion Creeks. I guess oh, that's probably the creek, right? Yeah, I said that was a creek. Good drawing. I know. I recognize right? there's a creek from the drawing. Spotted it. Spot on. Uh, with the philosophy that the best cider, cider, is made with the least interference. We work with small growers to ensure that we have great fruit that can speak for itself. Enjoy. Do so, they mean, when they say they work with small growers, do they mean the people are small or the orchards? I think, let me look at, it comes right, from... Like munchkin people from... <laughs> <laughs> um it's probably just local growers so the cidery is on an old uh, on a friend's 20 acre ranch in deep south austin um it doesn't say oh it's full of oak pecan and cypress trees it doesn't really say who they use but i'm guessing it's just probably locally sourced apples just small producers rather than the big commercial ones that you may ship in from i know one of those northern states or something. Have you seen in your travels, because you travel to Austin? Yeah. Sometimes. Do you, have you seen orchards from the road or not? No. Vast. They could... No, I've never seen any orchards here. There are pecan groves, pecan groves, that you can get your pecan nuts and stuff like that. <laughs> but Thank no, you. I've never seen apple. So my father-in-law grows some apple trees and it is very very hard in texas it's not the climate it's more of a northern thing you know so it's um there's a legendary story maybe Do you have many apples uh he actually no he hasn't and he hasn't in the past but one and apple tree hmm? so i have three in he? he's got well no he you need one different species to make them flourish three apple trees Three different types. What well, he has got three different types. I think four or five actually. I he, think he needs six or five. He, oh, maybe I don't. He's got a couple of pears, <laughs> but I, don't, I think you're making this up. No, no, no. Usually you need three to kick to kick the thing off. They, it's a weird thing they have between them. Monty Don, if you're listening, sorry. We should be known. I should know this stuff. Monty <laughs> um, Don. Do you mean well, Monty? Monty Don, he's got he's the expert on such things, isn't he? He knows all about apples and pollination and stuff like that. Do you know what I'm on about? Oh, 
told you. I just told you all about it. Okay, I should ask him. <laughs> oh, right. Well, <laughs> now it's getting personal. <laughs> no, no, I should have. I'm saying I should have. But hey, sure I just told you all about it. Okay, well, that's no, I meant I should ask you. You've any more questions on Apple propagation? I'll come to you in the future. I'll tell my father in law that Martin knows everything. Just go to I him. Everything about harvesting apple blossom to apple bark to apple pruning to uh, to wassailing. Bit of wassailing at Christmas at the Yule tide, yes. To bring on the, the good apple harvest. <laughs> anyway. Good news, folks. Texas Keeper Craft Cider, uh, the tap rooms are reopening May the 28th. Oh, finally. So go and check them out. We are actually going to that area for our anniversary next month. So maybe I'll stop oh, by okay. and have a look. So that's exciting. Oh, not us. You mean someone else? No, I know you with congratulations on your anniversary this weekend, folks. And, uh, Ours is next month. How many years is yours next month then? We are 10. And how many is yours? Too many. (laughs) It's just lost now. (laughs) No, 13 years married. 21 years together. 21 years, blimey. God, I think we've been together for... um... I bought her when she was young. Down those Essex markets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so give us a cheers, drink barrels. Um, uh, I will name a couple of beers going off. Uh, name a couple of them and then oh, I've got a wonderful treat for you. Okay, all right. Oh, nice. Look out. Um, just a couple of, obviously, a cidery. So they do one called Hop Fem, which is a herb spiced and hop cider kind of what you were talking about they just add stuff right to to it all uh just to make it a little bit different so um they actually do a mead as well called honey thief if you like mead sweet sweet bomb their struggle was um and that's all i listed really because um you know that's they don't do much else. They've got a few more dry ciders. Go and check it out. You know, just basic ciders. Yeah. Right. So I've got a little treat here. Okay. Now, this is um, to get a little feel of the whiskey. <coughs> with... Oh, sorry. Am I interrupting you? <laughs> sorry. You went down the wrong way. <clears throat> well, let's start again, dry barrels. How sorry. <laughs> a hand, put it over your mouth. <laughs> In such time, I should have. So, so to um, get an idea of Somerset, I sort of mentioned it earlier with the Zoider and the Somerset. Um, there is, if anyone out there is interested, there is a wonderful, strange band called the Wurzels. Now, the Wurzels, uh, sort of guys that dress up a bit of a gimmick. Um, I think maybe originally they were farmers, but uh, and yeah. scrumpers and whatnot around them. Um, Somerset a very old band now and you know they change a few of the I think maybe a few of the sons have taken over from their fathers but uh, they're a good party band and they sing sort of all sort of farm and 
uh, rural songs and um, a lot of scrumping and a lot of beer. And, and they've got a song called uh, I Am A Cider Drinker. Now, I'm no singer, don't get me wrong, but I'll, I'll sing you a, a bit of this. Ooh, maybe okay. you can stick it on your uh, YouTubes or your... Um, What's that other one? The Spotify. Spotify. Um, yeah. That's the one. And uh, it says like this. See some of the lyrics. I am a cider drinker. I drink it all the day. I am a cider drinker. It soothes all my troubles away. Ooh, are Proper job. Want to try some young'un? Come on, young'un. Get a couple of points down in me then. <laughs> And that was just a little <laughs> snippet. That's um, brilliant. And I sung it with, you know, a touch, but you want to you proper job. And yeah. Know, yeah. Well, they got some be. songs all about that. They got a wonderful song about a combine harvester. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And they also do one called Drink Up These Ida. So it's another cider yeah, one. Another they do. cider. So, yeah, uh, yeah they're cider drinkers. It's done them no trouble. And the neckerchief tied around their neck and a straw hat and a bit of straw hanging out and a cider in their hand. And right, they've lived their whole life like that, going around weddings and gigs all around the South. They are. They are. And they like their scrumpy best, I think. That's their cider of choice, so I believe. Oh, yeah. Then I'm the old uh, scrumpy Jack. So that's. I am a cider drinker. I drinks it all the day. I am a cider drinker. It soothes me troubles away. How about that? So I think I've told some Texas folk about the old uh, Wurzel. So if you haven't a listen, have a listen to them because they're just brilliant. I hey, mate, Hazy Dixie. Hayseed Dixie. Like amateurs. Don't they? I think they do a lot I've of seen stuff. Hayseed Dixie. <laughs> Hayseed Dixie. <laughs> yeah, they're, American, they're American, they are. God, I don't know. I am looked to them. I'll have to have a look. But oh, they, I, like I, I do like, and I do believe the Wurzels actually cover a Foo Fighters song I listened to once. I can't remember which one, but. They cover a lot of and do it in the old um, country style of the West. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a bit of noise in the background, folks. So try and tune it down. Can you keep the noise down in the background, please? Sorry about that. What's he saying? Who's that, the neighbour? What's he saying now is a lot of, yeah, I think it's the neighbour or my little boy trying to do his noise in there. So, sorry about that. Maybe we'll tr- he's been on the Zyder. I think he's been on the Zyder, so keep the noise down. Um, okay, so we're getting to that stage, folks, where it's... No, um, no I'm stopping you. I'm stopping you. Well, we got more? Oh, you. It's no, the week. We got week. more. I've got to find something. Oh, you. Bit of he's not mad, <laughs> You ain't having drinks in a week. I'm telling you, not yet. Not I'm yet. Find out what happened about your shoes. What shoes? Oh, we had the myth. You left us on a cliffhanger. I did. A pair of shoes that had appeared in your recycling box. They did, and they were my good wife's shoes. 
Uh, so remember, I spec how anticlimactic. Sorry. <laughs> so that drag kind of went out the window, didn't it, or down the drain very fast? Oh shit, drag. Right Sorry. Down. Yeah, you better think about that. But I just got a drag anyway. If you, oh, well, you better play that fucking tune then, isn't he? He's not heard it. All right. Who <laughs> are you? It's drags of the week. <laughs> He's really angry this week, isn't he? It is dregs of the week. He just keeps shouting it. He started it with week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tell. All right, I've, shut it. I wanted to find out about them shoes. I've been really worried about them. <laughs> I, should, I should, maybe I should have done a reveal on Instagram the next day. I'm sorry, but yeah. I think maybe like. It, you know, it was, oh, someone's been putting plastic bottles in my recycling. <laughs> but I've encountered that before. That's why it irked me, and that's why it played on my mind because it has I happened. Realise they were your wife's shoes. Well, no, I didn't. But I've saved them now. They're downstairs, so she's probably mad at me for keeping them. And <laughs> so, so I need to probably throw them out in the next recycle. <laughs> collection uh okay uh, so go and, on then what you got as a drag because it's 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 not much this week uh, look i'm gonna keep it slim but my drag is mosquitoes um we're getting into mosquito season here in in san antonio texas and it's getting crazy i went in i work in the in the plant industry went into the greenhouse swarms of them everywhere um I sat on the porch, had a beer this weekend. I had a mosquito bite on the bottom of my bloody foot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still scratching it now. Oh. It's like, how, where are they coming from? There's no standing water out there. Um, I wonder why, why that when you get a mosquito bite, that they, or a horse, or a horse fly bite. Devon, especially. And even Devon days is later, even days later. You do. I don't know what it is. If it's like a venom that lingers. Have you been limping then, have you? What? Have you been limping? <laughs> no, it's all. It's just itching it in the night, and there's a couple on my toes. They always go on my feet. Scratchy foot. Itchy scratchy foot. Itchy scratchy in it today. I I I, I scratch it and. And always my ankles get in my feet for some reason. I don't know why. It's just always the, but it's, and we thought it's part of your body, you see. <laughs> Taste the ankles and feet. That's why I go for it. And I thought the cold, you know, we had the big cold snap, the winter, you saw the Instagram posts, pinosts, uh, posts, but the, you put, it kill it. I thought it would have killed them off, you know, all that snow and stuff, but nope. So I know they serve a purpose and I'm sure they're good food for birds and stuff like that, but fucking hell, I'm just done. It's just every year this comes around. And I know it's not as bad in Britain. Obviously, it's the midges if you go up into the hills, um, uh, especially in Wales. And the horseflies in Devon were just bad. I remember that. Yeah, evil, but you get sort of used to that. You get to know when they're there. It's weird when you work outside, you do get to know it. Um, you, you could do. have a few of the fuckers, word gets around. Um, 
Right, my Drake is uh, gone out of my fucking brain. <laughs> I just said, Maybe. oh no, I've got it. I've got it. It goes to the pubs opening, right? Fair yeah. play, chalk it up. Love them open. But I have to say, I think a couple of them might be taking fucking piss a bit. Really? What about? The prices of the alcohol. Oh, okay. They've crept up just a little. I know they've got a massive deficit to make up. But £755, yeah. No, I know that, but yeah, but four, four notes 50 for a pint of, uh, of beer seems quite steep to me. £4.50. And another one I went to, they charged me £5.10. Oh, jeez, what was it? Tribute. Tribute. You're paying to tribute. Serious. Yeah. Five ten. Trouble is, all this table service business. You just go, yeah. oh, can I have a pint of this? And they bring it to you. And then fuck me, they stung me for 68 quid for some chips and a few drinks. Sexy bloody hell. Yeah, right. That's just ridiculous. You've got to think there's no tipping though in Britain. I've got four kids, so they all want to drink. But they're only <laughs> soft drinks, you know? Yeah, that should be cheap. That should be cheap. Oh, you know? Or throw in the in the drinks for free. You buy the pints, you get a soft drink for free. You know, a lot of places do that. £4.50. And I think my wife's wine was £6.50 a glass. Oh, you need to stop that. That's, like 10, that's almost 10 bucks a glass of wine. Bloody hell. What are they drinking? Uh, it's just the <laughs> cheapest wine. Well, not the cheap, well, you know what I mean. You want to get some of those, remember we used to do it at the festivals, get some of those wine packs and cut them outside the box and just smuggle those in. Yeah. I know, it'd be a top or whatever and just pull yeah, that out. the back or whatever, yeah. 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 Oh, fun man. times, that was always good fun trying to sneak alcohol into a festival. It was, it was, it was a whole, we used to have conferences outside the festival on it. Yeah. How are we going to manage? Yeah. Definitely. Good fun. Loved it. Oh, I still do it. When you got a pram, you got four kids, you can fucking get loads of beers in. <laughs> Brilliant. When, do not be, you know, be suspicious of people with prams. Always check pram. Check under baby. <laughs> oh, chalk that up. Uh, so let's keep back. It's just the price of beer in some pubs. I just think that you know, yeah. don't charge as much because it's gone. It's gone up by almost a quid. And you think, okay, I understand it, but five pound ten for a fucking pint, even a laugh. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. When you can get a pint, I always remember. I just probably changed a bit now, but probably like two years ago when I was up the valley in the club, and you get a pint of Carlin. Or something like that for a pound, you know, so or pound 20. That is membership. Yeah, if that's the non poll up in Ogmore, and you'd have to be a member as well. And luckily, How much I, is membership? Uh, it was five, no, I think five or ten pounds a year, I believe. The oh long my Christ. Um, but that's a workingman's club, you know, and yeah, it's, um, I've my, my membership's cancelled now because I'm over here. I don't need it, but 
you know, as cheap as chips. And they, if you get in a sol or something like that, I think it used to be three pounds or something like that, you know. So it's just the valleys. It's just a lot cheaper up there. But yeah, yeah if you go down to Cardiff, you're probably paying more than what you're paying. But there we go. Why people flock to the Weatherspoons pubs when you know you can get a pint of Ruddles in Weatherspoons, which is just a basic sort of uh, British ale for one eighty nine. You know, and and if you yeah. if you ain't got much money, you're gonna go somewhere you can get a few more drinks. But five pounds ten, you can't even get two drinks for ten quid. And I hate to see these big chains taking over, but you can understand it in a way. You know, you gotta get balance. And I mean, it's hard. Uh, and I know a lot of small pubs are struggling, but well, I've not been in Spoons yet since they've opened. I will do probably this week, and uh, I'll see. What they their prices are, you know. Yeah, just give us a little bit, Gamf. We always, you know, when we used to go up to Derby and stuff, and um, and Chesterfield, we always stayed in Weatherspoons just because they were so cheap, you know. Um, we get breakfast and board and pints all cheap, but there we go. Anyway, um, you got a rating for us there, Governor? Yeah, I have actually. Like, okay. I went looking forward to the cider. I don't like cider. <laughs> But um, I don't didn't mind it. I was dreading it when I found out I'd got the strongest one. I thought, oh, it's going to be the shittiest one. That's how it usually goes. But um, it's all right. There's a touch of sweetness there at the end. It, I'd say majority of it is dry, um, but it's not dry. That's going to parch you. It's comfortable to drink uh, for a cider. I go seven. Seven. Okay. Seven out of ten. Seven. Okay. Much better than I thought. I was thinking I could go sub five this week, but that was my prejudice, my xenophobia, my. Oh, yeah, you were. You were. I know. You kind of looking forward to this. You know. So no. that's that's I mean, good. It's only going to be once a year. I ain't planning on doing another fucking side. <laughs> Hey, I'm with you on that. You know, we don't knock it with Draymen, but I did a cider, didn't I? For um, didn't was it the Irish one? I did a like a Magnus or something like that. So I don't mind doing um the sours. I'm quite interested in that little scene going on. So it is, it is, and I think we'll reflect that more and do more. Yeah. All right. Most of the lagers lined up, but I got some nice lagers actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, on mine, I'll, oops, cheers. <laughs> I still got a little bit left. It's a big old drink and I will give it, actually, I'm going to give it a 6.5. 6. Oh, okay. So I'm not enjoying, do you know what? I actually prefer Strongbow as a cider. Um, and Strongbow isn't sweet, but it has a bit more taste to it. So I'm kind of setting that as kind of um what do you call it um yeah yeah so that's the bar right there and that's my bar i go to and it's below that so yeah if you like a side you gotta judge it against it exactly yeah okay well dray barrels that is it there's a lot of noise in the background on my end i apologize for that this week but um about to be dished out folks who don't want to see none of this yeah we'll we will yeah we'll, we'll improve on the noise um 
and we thank you all for listening in and i hope you enjoyed our zyder special oh, it was a zucking pleasure do you know what i want to do i want to do a scrumpy one of these days maybe i'll get one of those that is in an old container can you go down to the you know go out to um where is it holesworthy or somewhere like that and get a little uh thing of scrumpy from oh, the end of that i lived in coon martin they would sell that there on um, on tap I bought, I bought one for a brother once oh nice i want to try that anyway ta folks ta everyone have a good week enjoy cool